He's a rebel. That guy's a rebel. Hell yeah. Fight on, brother. <laughs> uh, so I uh, actually, um, that's a clip, by the way, of uh, of our nice Valentine's weekend trip uh, down the coast, uh, down to Portland, and then through Astoria, Oregon, on our way back after staying in Vancouver, Washington, looped up uh, to 101, went along, and then we were out in... Um, we were on Long Beach, actually, when we took that. Uh, Long Beach, Washington. Yeah, and there was a parade of people on horses. Yeah, actually, we were our car was stopped because they were on both lanes for a while, so we were just uh, stopped and watching them. And what was he doing that he was being a rebel? You know what? I noticed that that horse, he was a really big horse, and I think they were pretty amateur riders or beginner riders, some of them, and... He was one of those horses that was sticking his head down, way down, and like I think digging around the ground, just playing. But but you know how that is when they're when they're asked to be standing in a line. And I was just in, in, admiring his uh, his wild spirit. <laughs> There's always one or two of those horses in a bunch. If you ever have been mm. horseback riding, yes. somebody always gets the wild horse, the one that doesn't want to like follow the group and just really wants to just do its own thing uh yeah they're they're very um uh mercurial animals uh <laughs> and especially like people that don't um don't have experience uh riding them but that that is a really pretty place to watch the sunset right uh, wouldn't you say out there yes. on the on the shores of the pacific there in long beach washington i think you said it was even mesmerizing yeah i uh i i think we we were you know i, I we were we were out there by like um the uh the the sand uh, uh and the the dune grass and and uh you, you know there there's that area where people actually drive on the on the on the sand, but I, they recommend you deflate your tires. So we were we were just kind of passing through quick, and, <laughs> and we were there when sunset was it. Was Although I don't know, those people did not look like they deflated their tires. Uh, I'm I've seen though that you need to deflate for a lot of situations. Maybe there. Remember like how they said to don't stop in certain areas. Like there's. There's certain areas that are relatively perilous. So I, I mean, I think you got to take all the precautions. It's like, it's just one of those things you got to come in prepared. <laughs> Next time. I uh, redesigned uh, uh, my my uh, front page djmcloud.com theme. I actually uh, mm. had been using this theme that was around for a while I, I i'd used it for a while called responsive it was by uh it was by uh a website called theme id uh but the person behind it um sold i think to another company anyway uh that uh theme allows like a front page a like a special kind of front page that has sort of like three widgets like left, middle, and right on the bottom, like that become responsive. So in smaller screens, they just become one on top of another. And then the top part has like a statement and an action item or sort of something like that. But what I did, 
I emulated that, you know, so so for continuity of my website, but I built the theme myself, uh, uh, kind of forked off my Green Lake starter theme, and and that's forked off like underscores uh, from automatic. But anyway, that that th- this theme um, has five widgets, so it just has two, you know, upper left, upper right, and then bottom left, right, and middle widgets, and it just becomes five in a row when you. Um, when you have smaller screens like uh, tablets or phones so uh once on the other hand when you are on a single post it just has one right sidebar so it's very much like that responsive theme which i had liked and and so now the theme that i've put you know that i've i've put up there it it's it's a lot rougher than responsive it, it, around the edges but it has the the basic feature set that i used so now you know i can i have um, I have all those features I mentioned, plus two responsive menus. Um, although the top menu, it's it's the way, it's kind of built the way responsive was. I.e., this top menu doesn't really become responsive unless it's in an extremely small screen. But anyway, th- there's the top menu that's sort of just a list, um, and then there's a menu below the uh, other thing I should mention, which is the header image. So this is all like optional, but you can have like a menu, a header image, and then another menu, or you can just get not have the menu at the top. And the 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 one below also has the title of the site in there, um, and it is built on foundation. So you it's the foundation uh, um, responsive um, kind of a, a nav bar. But it's only as you know wide as the site. So anyway, I mean it's it's more or less like the uh, responsive theme. Now I I could put borders on the widgets on the front page. I could space them a little more elegantly. There's there's uh you know there's some things that could be done to to kind of um, fine tune it in a lot of ways. But in terms of giving myself that functionality, but having it on a site that I that I have running on my own, you know themes. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I feel like you know it's it's worked pretty well and it's another so it's it's like I, I'm tr- I'm working on using that Green Lake theme uh, as sort of like the basis you know what I mean and uh, you know um, I'm working on refining that more but but uh, for now you know I'm making these forks of it so if you want to download Big Lake and have like a special like front page that has like widgets so you can you know lay out yourself and, and a header graphic if you want and then you know. The post pages are relatively straightforward. Just you know, uh, uh, it, you can you can you can download it. You can just go to uh, djmcloud.com/biglake, all one word, and then there'll be a link to the GitHub page. You can download it. That's awesome. Cool. Thanks. There's a long-running, um, now, well, a few years, uh, classic uh, um, soundboard character known as um, Officer Ed Powell, a.k.a. Lieutenant Gregory Stevens. Uh-huh. Um, 
Now, uh, you you may not have heard of him, but in uh, there's a there's a, there's trolls that 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 that, that uh, prank call people, and then also there's there's just people that like the soundboards that come out of some of this stuff. Well, uh, the guy who um, uh, well, the guy who says stuff like. Uh, Um, we just had uh, several phone calls from this number, okay? And the individual had, and we're leaving Lulud and Lascivious phone companies. He was saying how he wanted to have sex with the officers, and he also had other things that was threatening the officers. That's why we were able to contact this number and call this individual right back. So, uh, there's, um, there's like, uh, <laughs> y- you know, there, like, 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 the. A, a guy, you know, a guy that guy that was called that identified himself as uh, Officer Ed Paul of the Cleveland Police Department. So then he's used, of course, to call people. Well, okay, new development. Okay, this is the thing, the new development. There was a call to the guy. Okay, so this is good. I just want to give you that context so you could uh, understand as as he's discussing. Uh, <laughs> The Compton Police Department? Yes. That officer? Yes. Is this a joke or are you calling me? No, we were not. Tad Mom. Who is it? Who is this? This is Fred. Okay. Well, why this strange call? In Jersey, I'm originally from Long Island. Where are you, Mr. Fred? Where are you calling me from? I'm in California. Yeah, that's a that's a that's, that's a tape of me. Um. Here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I didn't call you. That's a that's a tape that was made maybe three, four years ago by anonymous. And every now and then, with all the things that's going on now, the tape is going out. Wow, that's a recording. Yeah, it's a tape. They contacted us, and they recorded me and some other officers, and they spliced it. And they, it's like a it's like a high tech gag. And uh, the FBI is on this. The FBI has an open investigation about this. The FBI needs to be called on this. Yeah, it's that deep. This is a felony to do with whoever did what these kids did. It's a felony what they did. Right, and if you tried to talk to me and you heard my voice, you couldn't. You couldn't get in because it's a recorded. It's, it's, it's a recording. Yeah, so if you tried to say, officer, hello, officer, and, they, 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 and you know, this is, you, you hear my voice still talking to the, the other person I was talking to, and you would never get in edgewise because it's a record. They record it, and they, they just they splice it according to the fans, and they put it out there. Okay. And this you is a recording. Yeah, it is, and you can't answer to the person on the other side of his ears. Alright, so, so, nobody helps us. Yeah, so so he keeps uh, go and I mean uh, there's a few more seconds, but I mean I just think that's amazing, like because that's the like that's the the whole gag on the the recording. He's totally still in character. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's the same guy with the whole like uh, the way he talks and everything. But now he knows that somebody people have taken it, and the recording is used to call people all over the place. I love it. He's still answering phones for the <laughs> third district. 
podcast 144 wow of the pacific pelican.us slash 64 podcast aka the djmcloud.com slash 64 podcast So, um, uh, who was that on the SoundCloud? I just closed the browser, actually. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I am uh, launching it off the same computer we're recording on, so I don't have my monitoring headphones on like usual. So, so I guess that's sort of a shortcut, but it's kind of, there's different, there's, there's other, you know, there's some different techniques I have to use to try to run the audio. Usually uh, you have a two computer setup. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're perhaps temporarily down to one computer. Uh, the herd has been thinned by, uh, by hardware issues. Uh, well, so we'll see about that. Um, and... So, uh, I'm talking about the fact that you make some people uncomfortable, okay? People uncomfortable in this building. Very un- They're afraid of it. It is what? Hello there. Thank you for watching the first installment in this series, The American Workplace Bully. What? My name is Philip Perea. I'm a promotions producer, and I was fired for dubious reasons from Fox 7 Austin, which is owned and operated by the same people that run Fox News Channel. The purpose of this series is to bring the naked truth out into the open about managerial bullying and corporate complicity. I hope this will accomplish three things. Prevent the events you're about to hear from happening again to a Fox 7 Austin employee. Serve as a cautionary tale for employees and employers alike. And to change the status quo, which has been going on for a very long time in corporate models, of taking the easy way out by hiding behind business-friendly laws. <laughs> I hate you. ever have to suffer the indignity of having his or her name dragged through the mud in the interests of a company that's self-interested and unconcerned with the truth. What you'll see in here is documented evidence over the course of my tenure at Fox 7 Austin. I will also take a few sidebars to shed light on a situation and bring it into context. You like discipline. to areas where it fails the logic test. Also, you should be aware that the audio files had to be abridged because they were way too long for YouTube. And it wouldn't be nice to bore you to death. But rest assured, every piece is relevant without changing the context. And the complete audio files will be made available at a later date. Alright, we'll start with my last day at Fox 7 Austin in the 2pm meeting with the general manager Mike and creative services department head Kathy. This was on May 19th, 2014. So, um, this is a, uh, uh, apparently this is a, 
a YouTube video posted by a guy named Philip Perea. Uh, now, I'm reading from AustinChronicle.com here from January 26, uh, uh, pretty sure this year. Uh, Philip Perea, the man who shot and killed himself outside New York City's News Corp building Monday, spent the morning handing out flyers that detailed ways in which Fox News... A subsidiary of Rupert Murdoch's global media conglomerate ruined his career. Specifically, reports note he was referring to the deeds of Austin's Fox affiliate, KTBC. What happened? Um, uh, well, I guess he is trying... I, I guess this YouTube, which he linked to on his Twitter account, is an attempt to maybe... Um, explain it? Yeah, we heard you, sir. And, uh, and, you know, he's, um, I, I don't know, dude, you know, handed out flyers and then committed suicide, apparently, according to the story, anyway. Jeez. Well, you know, and, uh. That's so sad. Okay, well, we advise you now that you are being taped. You've been listening to episode 144 of the DJM Cloud 64 podcast with me, Dan McKeown, and with my lovely co-host, Jessica. Thanks for joining. And what, uh, do we have, uh, uh, going on here? Um, if you want to, uh follow, you know, basically follow me and my work day by day in as much detail as you can stand. And you can go to djmcloud.com slash updates for that. Uh, Jessica's website is uh, jessica.sf3am.com and you can uh, check out um my book go to uh pacific pelican.us slash press and that'll take you the website for our uh, publishing and uh you can uh go on to itunes and uh leave a um, star rating uh i think they have or something like that or a thumbs up or something like that and uh and also uh review and uh, if you want to uh, see my themes, uh, I have uh, I have them on different djmcloud.com sites, but uh, you can check them out on my GitHub uh, profile, GitHub uh, slash user slash Pacific Pelican, same uh, user ID as my Twitter. When you look over everything, you can see.
I am I am I am begging America to listen to me. Please listen to me. No. You are dealing with revolutionaries. I don't know who these people are, but you are dealing with matter. revolutionaries. Revolutionaries will come, and they will what? pull you out of your car and Who the fuck you. are you? They will pull you out of your office, your bank. They will pull you out of your 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 um, uh, plush uh, political office. They will pull you out of your anchor chair. Shut they will up. pull you out of wherever you are. Fuck when you. they decide Shut the fuck revolution up. is here. And you've betrayed the revolution. You fucking it's not loser. enough. Wait a minute. I'm up, but I'm on your side. It's not enough. It's not enough. This is sure. a You are insane. Was Wake up. Stop whining. Wake up. They're you playing jerk. by different rules. They're not Stop playing it. by all the so rules that you think they are. Wake up, please, dear God. Wake up before it's no. too late. I've uh, read a book in the last few months. Uh, so I don't know, you know, uh, in terms of how clearly I remember it. Uh, but uh, it was actually a couple months ago. But I want to talk about a book named uh, Days in the History of Silence. Uh, this book is by Merith Leenstrom. And it, as far as I know, was written in Norwegian. So the um, version that I read was translated by uh, Anne Bruce. And the book, uh, the characters, uh, I they seem distinctly Norwegian, distinctly Nordic, and. Merith Lindstrom uh, captures a a story about a, about an older couple who are 
in uh, a fairly advanced age and the woman tells the story as the man becomes I I, I guess a little more a, a, a little uh, aging a little faster than her he's he's a uh, uh, i guess a bit senile she drops him off and he turns and looks and then kind of joins the group it's this uh you know it's it's a structured uh group for people who uh whose faculties aren't as uh as strong so it's a story about aging of course but it's a story about uh, secrets because the secret that they keep from their kids. They it seems as though they never had a time to explain the story about the husband. He was actually not from Norway originally, and he grew up down uh, uh, south of uh, there. Uh, uh, somewhere in, in Germany or Austria or Poland or or one of those countries, but somewhere in uh, continental Europe uh, where uh, uh, the brunt of uh, World War II and the Holocaust happened. So that actually his family was terribly affected. And he reconnected with a relative uh, he found that someone was actually still around years later as he starts telling the 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 wife and mother who tells uh, who's the narrator of this story uh, she uh, never I don't think they ever really tell the kids but she learns so that she learns I think they're maybe in middle age when she learns and they actually go and visit this uh, previously lost relative in Germany and then one of the one of the one of, one of the points that she notes later on is that they stopped receiving correspondence and she, I think she didn't really want to discuss the implications of a, a long uh, period of uh, non-communication with this elderly this also elderly relative uh, there's a scene that she reflects on a good deal she ruminates on on this incident where uh, an intruder came in and nothing happened but she felt vulnerable when she, when uh, her uh, daughters were little and then there's also an incident about firing a housekeeper because of the kind of comments that she makes and overall this uh, this book uh, is, is is kind of dark but but more uh, in, intense and uh, dry or uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to describe uh, uh, cool in a, in, in a you know uh, uh, very uh, distributed kind of way the, the the book is is good I, I enjoyed reading it uh, so I'd recommend reading uh, this uh, the uh, the language is very direct uh, I think uh, Norwegian is uh, a, an interesting language actually Jessica and I have 
listened uh, to some some CDs, trying to learn a few words of it. Uh, but of course, I don't know it, so I learned. I I, I read the translation here. Uh, but I've 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 visited uh, for one night. I've been Oslo uh, fifteen years ago or so, uh, um, and when uh, when I was a student, when I was a college student, and the 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 country is very cool but in terms of what i've read and what i've heard about it you know this i think this book captures uh uh you know something about the culture but definitely captures the author's voice and uh you know it 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 kind of uh it deals with this uh this woman's disappointment i think in some ways at not only her husband's uh, inability to have dealt with these issues maybe completely in his life but also now to even talk and she just wonders she just doesn't understand really as part of it is that he is uh aging and and perhaps you know very senile and and maybe he has you know maybe maybe uh has dementia or something but she doesn't understand how he's so silent like it's it's a a matter of uh of of uh, continuum that maybe he was always very quiet.